Hey, welcome to the Fellowship Asheville ConvoCast, where we hope to inspire you with stories of what God is doing in and through the people of Fellowship Asheville. And in season two of the ConvoCast, we've been introducing you to the deacons and staff of Fellowship Asheville. And today I get to introduce you to another one of our staff members, Carol King, uh, is here today, which is great fun. So Carol, tell everybody a little bit about who you are. Um, so... Like you said, my name is Carol King, and I'm married to Matthew King, who is one of our elders. And we are kind of going through this season of being possibly empty nesters. We'll see <laughs> if any of them end up coming back. Um, we have um, four children between us. Jared, who is in Alaska, um, he is in the military. Justine, who is married to her husband, Matt, who are in Hendersonville. Justine is a paramedic um, and her husband's a nurse. And we have two awesome grandchildren that are just so much fun. Um, and then my daughter, Arlen, she just got married this past weekend in England. So she is now living overseas. And then Shane is at Western and studying environmental science, um, although he's kind of started um, taking an interest in aqu aquatic chemistry, just like his mom. No, I'm just teasing that like me. But, yeah. What, yeah, so we'll what see. Is what is aquatic chemistry? I don't know. There's numbers and formulas and water. So that's that's well, Shane's always had, uh, 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 he's been good with math and stuff, like yeah. if, mm -hmm. from what I know. So that could be, that could be right up his alley. Well, what is um, something that most people don't know about you? Um, well, I, and y'all know this, but I love, love, love hiking. Like I love being out in the woods, love finding new trails. Um, but I'm also directionally challenged, like, <laughs> Which is problematic with hiking, I would think. So problematic. And so I am the person on the trail that'll come, you know, to that group of people. And hey, are y'all leaving? Can I follow you off the trail? And um, I've also um, like landed in places and came out where I'm like, I have no idea where the car is. Um, when GPS first came out, like not only am I directionally challenged, but I'm quite confident in my, my gut reactions. And so when GPS first came out, they would tell you like, turn left. And I would go, no way it's right. You know, <laughs> and I would go right. So, um, I've learned to, to lean into, um, just, um, things that are there, technology that can, that can help me with all that. So. Carol, I think in many ways, you, I mean, you and I have so many similarities. So, so I, um, I am directionally challenged in some environments too. Here's what's weird. When I was a missionary, you could drop me off in Moscow and whatever internal compass I have is right. Like I could, I could get a team from here to there with no map and be fine. Just off. Gut <laughs> okay. We need to go this way. We need to go this way. We need to go this way. For some reason in the States, that compass is completely opposite. Like if I'm at an intersection and yes, the GPS says turn right. <laughs> and like there is something that, that everything in me is screaming, turn left, turn left, turn left. Like I would bet money that left is the right direction. <laughs> I've learned if everything in me says turn left, I'd, I'm better suited to turn right. Because <laughs> Stacy has this, incredible sense of direction here in the States. Like, like 
she, I mean, seriously, she can, you can close her eyes and turn her around and say, which way is north? And she'll stop and then she'll point to it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like with her eyes closed, she'll point to it. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I can be directionally challenged as well. Well, uh, tell us um, how you came to know Jesus. Um, well, I'm like one of those kids where there was several of the hand raising moments, you know, um, I grew up in church, um, but I really didn't hear the message of the gospel at the church that I was attending. We had some neighbors that lived across the street um, and they invited me to VBS when I was a kid. And it was one of those messages of where do you want to live, heaven or hell, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that, you know, I shot my hand up like, I, I don't want to go that other place. Like I totally yeah. don't. Um, but I think um, what a significant moment is, um, one of my best friends growing up, she used to babysit for a lady in her neighborhood and she had two kids and she would just let all of us, we had like a, a group of us that just hung out and she would let us all the teenagers kind of hang out at her house. And mm. she would always have her Bible cracked open and always be just sharing the gospel with, um, with us. And there was a moment in her living room where it just kind of hit and um, I accepted Christ you know, I prayed with her in her living room. And um, so I, I marked that as my moment that I said yes to Jesus. And uh, mm. there wasn't any growth or, you know, development during those years. Like somebody's like trajectory mm -hmm. for faith sometimes kind of looks like this. And mine mm -hmm. was like, mm, you know, <laughs> um, but uh, when I was in my early 20s, I started attending a church that had um a really intentional college and career group. And mm -hmm. I um, said yes to Jesus again, but more importantly, I said yes to baptism. And mm -hmm. I think it was at that point in my life that I really started taking a look at, um, you know, heaven isn't and being with Jesus just isn't a relationship that I can have, you know, after I die, it's actually a relationship that I can have right here in the here and now. Mm -hmm. And making the choice of uh, making him Lord of my life. And um, yeah, so that's kind did of my you, story. Did you notice after that more of that, that kind of growth, like, you know, not the up and down and wild and crazy, but kind of a over the long haul, a more trajectory of growth after that? Yeah. And the neat thing about it is it really wasn't from my own doing, you know, yeah. I really saw the Lord take people out of my life, bring others into my life. So when I think of that verse, um, in really in raising grown children too, that, you know, the Lord is the author and perfecter of your faith. Um, mm -hmm. that's really, I have seen that demonstrated in my, in my life. So, and it's yeah. a, it's a comfort when you, when you think like, Oh, I don't have to do that for my kids. I don't have to yeah. do that for others. Like it's his story. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, describe a bit about what you do here at Fellowship. What is what is your ministry here? So God like crafted the perfect job for me that I never knew I wanted. So um, I have uh, two hats that I wear. Um, one is I do the graphic design for the church and do the communications piece. And the graphic design kind of touches on my artistic bent. I have a slight artistic bent, but it's very nuanced. And mm -hmm. um, I really enjoy doing the graphic design. Um, and then I think, you know, where my passion for ministry is, is in children's ministry. So I, I lead our children's ministry. And um, so 
that's, those are the two things that I kind of do. Yeah. And so just so, so the church knows what Carol means by that is any graphic that you see that's attached to our um, weekly update that's up on the screen, the slides and all that stuff. Carol's had her hands on all of that. And so, um, and then with children's ministry, um, it's all things children's ministry. You know, Megan, uh, you know, she does preschool. You do all of children's ministry. Um, and so you do an incredible job in all of those. And you're right. Who knew those two could go together? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, how have you seen um, growth in your life in following Jesus in this ministry? How has he changed you? Oh, gosh, it, that's a hard question to answer because there's been a lot of change, you know? <laughs> um, so if I were to kind of just talk about what fellowship has meant to me and the growth that I've seen since I've been here, because I, I did children's ministry for years uh, while I was in Michigan, like I lived in Michigan mm. for years. So my growth at fellowship, I would say, say would be, I'm um, depending on your team. So mm. when you kind of identify weaknesses within yourself, you kind of, you, you look to, for others and you lean on others that that's their strength. So um, that's something that I've really kind of grown into. I think I have this personality where it's kind of like, I do it myself, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, that's not the way God's created us. God's created us to be in community and, um, and just seeing the body of Christ work together is, is just such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, you've been very good about pulling people around you that do compliment you, mm -hmm. um, which I think is a great strength and, and relying on team is big. Well, as you, as you think about this ministry, what are some cool things that you've seen God do in it? either in graphic, you know, either in the graphic communication side or fellowship kids or both. Mm -hmm. Well, um, like throughout ministry, I think when I first, so I went to school for elementary education and I did it while the kids were in school. So I went to school later in life. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember the church that I was working at at the time, you know, offered me a full-time position upon graduation. I had been working there part-time anyway. And I can remember, um, when they had first kind of tapped me on the shoulder to see if I was interested in ministry, I took a look at all the positions that I need to recruit for. And I can remember just saying, okay, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. Uh, thinking nobody would come, you know, mm -hmm. like those, like those, yeah. those things aren't going to happen. And, you know, what I've seen God do is like this, this is, this is his church. He provides for it and he calls the people to it. And so what I've seen is um, just him pulling, you know, pulling crafting ministries, um, giving people gifting. And not only is it their gifting, sometimes it's, it's their joy. Like there was, um, a couple jobs that I wouldn't even ask people to do because I hated them so much. <laughs> and I thought if I hate them, surely other people do as well. And really I had a lady kind of come up to me and just say, let me do this for you. And I'm like, Oh no, no, no. Like I, you know, like it's horrible, you know, and, and what was she, it? What, what, what job it was? It? Um, so each week we would have to like, make sure that we had all the activity sheets and everything for all the, for all the classrooms, you uh -huh. know? And, um, 
just, you know, that detail stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and, she, and, and the cutting of the things, you know what I mean? In children's ministry, there's like, it's like a scavenger hunt every week. And then there's like cutting and all this stuff that you have to do. And she's, you know, she said, no, this is, this is my joy. This is what I really enjoy doing. So it's been neat wow. to see just, you know, God working through people's gifting and just the way the body of Christ comes together and works together. Yeah. Have, have you, what have you seen here at fellowship? Um, it, for the body coming together. Yeah. Yeah. Or or, or what have you seen God do here? I'm curious. Okay. So, um, one of my, uh, you know, if you were to have like a personality profile of, of people, you know, um, one of my, I think one of my very favorite kind of groups are people of our small, our, our small group leaders, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and the neat thing is like, you know, I've been doing children's ministry for years. I've raised kids. I have, um, you know, a degree in elementary education and I still lean on them. Like if I, if I come across a situation, I'm like, I'm kind of stumped. How do I, how do I deal with this little, this little guy or this little girl? Like I'm, I'm kind of stumped it, you know, and in my, our small group leaders will often just blow me away with, Mm -hmm. um, ways to do it. Um, and then another thing that I've really seen that I really appreciate is, um, you know, our small group leaders kind of not only growing up in church, like I saw a lot of, uh, women in ministry, you know, especially in children's ministry. Mm-hmm. What I appreciate about fellowship is not only have I seen like men step into children's ministry, like talented women step into ministry, students mm-hmm. step into ministry, but, um, young men step into ministry. And yeah. to me, I think that's so important because I think a lot of kids think, Oh, okay. Like, women, you know, serve in the church. And then, um, you know, when we, you know, when we get older, sometimes some, some guys come, you know, Mm -hmm. and it it really shows them that the church is a place for everybody, every age. So, um, I think what I kind of blown away is just seeing our, our young people step up to serve. And it's not just, they're filling a spot and babysitting, like they take a lesson they um, bring the gospel into conversations. They answer questions. Mm-hmm. They handle, you know, you know, behavior things, and they just they do a fantastic job. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. What, as you look ahead to to you know the future of your ministry, what do you hope to see God do? What do you hope the future uh, holds? Well, I think what I've I've been praying for and would really love to see is that. Um, our church is in such a great spot right now. We have some just wonderful families, wonderful kids. Um, and so my prayer has been that, um, you know, as we're coming out of this pandemic that our neighbors would see that this would be a great place Mm -hmm. maybe for their family to come and to bring their children. And, um, like my prayer is to bring the kids that might have like a, a troubled life that they might have, um, you know, difficulty in school, difficulty at home. Um, and that we would be able to show, you know, Jesus to these, these families and these kids, um, in the fall, I would love to see, um, like more small group leaders so that we're able to, um, 
provide, you know, spaces for kids based on their, their age level. You know, mm -hmm. I would love to have like different groups for different ages. Mm -hmm. um, I would love to see some like dynamic storytellers come on board so that they can share um, the Bible story in a creative and relevant way for our kids. Um, mm -hmm. so, yeah, this, some of the things that I'm praying and dreaming about. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so question for you that I've asked everybody uh, here at Fellowship that's done the combo cast. If you were to describe fellowship in one word or a short phrase, what would it be? Well, you know, it, I kind of have a disadvantage because I've seen the other ones and like they've taken such good words to describe the carnival <laughs> cast. Yeah. Uh, so for me, you know, I would say it's a safe place. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a safe place to, um, to be who you are. It's a safe place to, um, you know, just be real, um, and, and have people kind of lean in and, and not judge you and, and just help you follow Jesus, uh, more closely. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. It's sweet to see what Jesus is doing in this church mm -hmm. to create safe places for people. That's really cool. Well, Carol, if people want to get in touch with you, how's the best way for them to do that? If they yeah. want to serve with you. Yeah, the best way to get in touch with me is, you know, by email. It's carol at fellowshipashville.com. There's no E um, on the end of my name. You can also go to our website and we have a page that says meet the team. There's mm -hmm. a direct link to um, to email me through that. And I can always be found in Fellowship Kids Sunday mornings. That's so. right. <laughs> That's right. So is the Carol with an E, is that the famous Carol King? I no I, I'm I not know. sure how she spells her name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Carol, thanks for, um, thanks for doing this. And, and sure. for those of you who are watching or listening, if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to hit like and subscribe. Um, so you can get notifications of when these come out again. And if, even if you're listening on the podcast, hit subscribe. So again, so you'll, those will automatically be downloaded to wherever it is that you listen, um, to podcasts. So Carol, thanks church. I love you. And I love being in the church with you and I'll see you next time. Bye.